Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast hosted by yours truly, West Coast Roberto. Uh, I hope y'all are doing well. Good day, good afternoon, good evening, wherever, whatever time of the day it is, wherever you're listening to this podcast from, we are back with another episode of the podcast. And with that being said, let's just roll right into the intro. Hey, Yeah That. Let's go. Good vibes only. Make sure you rate the pod, share the pod, leave some comments. Shout out to every platform you're listening to this on, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google. Shout out to all the new listeners. OGs, you already know what it is. And if your ass get cracked, bitch, shut your trap. Come back, get back. That's the follow on Instagram. Let's go. Yeah, 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 podcast. Hey, RIP Nate Dog. Let's go. I know you like that. Let's go. Make sure you rate and you like the pod. Come on. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Yadat Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube West Coast Rob. Let's go. One, two, three into the folk. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Hey. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now, now you, you know, know you in trouble. trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Hey. Smoked out thicker, so we're crazy. Hey. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. Hell but yeah. uh, back to the lecture at hand. Good vibes Perfection only. Is perfect, so a lot of y'all weren't even born when this came out. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Yadat Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube.com slash West Coast Rob. Rate and like the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this on. It's like this and like that and like this and uh, it's like that and like this and like that and uh, it's like this and like that and like this and uh, Drake creep to the mic like a fan. The thoughts, views, and opinions you hear on this show are just that. Thoughts, views, and opinions from not only myself, but from my guests. So if you don't like them, disagree with them, or whatever the case may be, well, there's a simple solution to all that, and that's just stop listening. But if you care to partake in the conversation, sit back, turn it up, and enjoy the show. Yeah, that.
Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast, hosted by yours truly, West Coast Robbie. Man, episode 42, back with another one. How y'all doing out there? Hope y'all are doing well. I'm doing well. Last episode, episode 41, was a special one. That was the two-year anniversary of the podcast. And in that episode, we had you know, some special guests to me. We had my man... Jackson Wheeler, adult film star. We had a snippet of the upcoming episode featuring him. Um, we had my little brother, motherfucking Gonzalo, and his lady, Madeline. And that was the the heart of the episode right there. The, the second part of our conversation, the host of the Gone Mad podcast. If you haven't listened to it already, go check him out. Gone Mad podcast available everywhere. Platform, everywhere podcasts are available. And, uh, you know, we just caught up and we told jokes and we went over past stories. It's a it's a very funny, wholesome episode. You know, we learned some things. Also, my man James Mooney Blasthouse CEO was featured on episode 41, a little snippet of that episode, which the full episode and its entirety is this episode episode 42 so please stay tuned and check that out and in this episode we talk about you know trials and tribulations excuse me trials and tribulations of what it's like being a (coughs) ce excuse me sorry goddamn oreos is being ceo of a company in particular a supplement company you know james is the ceo of blast house industries a supplement company which in which he started a few years ago and we talked about inflation and you know pros and cons of it you know the struggles and you know kind of his motives behind a lot of the flavors and the supplements etc etc so please stay tuned check that out check out what james has to uh has to spit and the knowledge he provides in this episode and all as always make sure you rate the pod you know what i'm saying whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on make sure you go down to the bottom if you're on apple pods give me that five star it helps boost the podcast and get to the top of the rankings and in said category um if you're on, on Spotify, you know, you can do the same thing. Whatever whatever platform you listen to this on, make sure you rate the pod. Also, leave me comments. Let me know how you feel about it, what you think. Um, any feedback, any, uh, yeah, any feedback is much appreciated. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Podcast. That's where we, we post most of our stuff, most of our you know, little snippets and whatnot on Instagram at yeah, that podcast. Also on YouTube, follow on YouTube, youtube.com slash West Coast Rob, where we post shorts, we post the full episodes, we post, we post clips, etc., etc. And also follow me on Twitter, West Coast underscore Rob, and on TikTok, West Coast underscore Rob. Just follow the pod, follow me, stay up to date. I appreciate you and I appreciate the support. Also, quick plug. How'd you like that intro? That intro was clean, right? All done by me. I'm I'm dabbling 
with my DJ thing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my little brother, motherfucking DJ Roddy Quest. That's my motherfucking little bro. Check him out if you're in the west on the west coast, in specifically in San Diego. You need a DJ, hit him up. Tell him West Coast Rap sent you. Yeah, that motherfucking top notch DJ. But I'm dabbling with my DJ thing. I've always loved music, and you know, just the intro is just where I can kind of, you know, what I'm saying, do my thing. But I hope y'all like that. If y'all did, make sure y'all rate the pod based on the intro. You know what I mean? But uh, let me know what you think. Stay tuned for this episode, episode motherfucking 42, man. We're just, we're, we're knocking them down. We're just going. We're consistent with it. I hope y'all like it. Check it out. Blast House Industries with my man, James motherfucking Mooney, doing a temperature check. And I will check y'all. I will check in with y'all on the back end. Yeah, that. Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah, That podcast. Hosted by your truly West Coast Roberto and, you know, the guest I got today, man, special guest to me because back two years ago when we started the podcast, hence this two year anniversary episode, he was my first real big like entrepreneur, you know what I mean, that I've had on the episode to really teach the fucking listeners some shit. You know, there's the dude I look up to, admire, man, this is my dude right here, motherfucking James motherfucking Mooney, Blast House CEO and shit. What's up, James? Intro right there, huh? Hey, you already fucking know. know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can live up to that. That was that was a lot of hype. Oh no. Well, I'm no, happy. No. I'm it's, happy it's, to it's... happy to be back, though, man. Thanks, brother. I, I I appreciate you taking the time. Before before I, we start, let me let me change my hat real quick. You know what I'm saying. Oh. Let me, let, me, let me put this charger bolt on real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because we you we gave you all that. that, right? that you gonna do, you gonna do that? Wow. You know what I'm saying? I know you're a diehard Raider Pod, fan. You podcast, know what I mean? podcast over. <laughs> but man, shit, what's a, good, that man? That was a bullshit game, man. Oh, my. The Raiders are just trash. It's like 20 oh, years of I just know. garbage. But y'all have good, y'all have a good, y'all have good assets. It's fucking Devontae. I think that's, fucking, that, that makes uh, it even worse. <laughs> you think so? It'd be, it'd be better if we were just trash all the time. Like, and like yeah, we have no good players. <laughs> you're right. Like, everyone's yeah, you're just right. Bad. You're right. But yeah. every year it's like, oh man, we're gonna do good this year. It's gonna be a good year. And then yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna win some games this year. And then we don't. We lose a lot of games. Amen. So it's all good. We're we're the same way. And then we have the audacity. The we have the audacity to charge like that new stadium. It's insane. You try to go to games there. Have you been there? No, I haven't been there yet. Because um, they just okay. this is I think the first year that they haven't required like a vaccine. So mm-hmm. um, no, I haven't been to a game yet. But at this rate, I'm definitely not going to a game. I'm not paying yeah. 300 bucks to watch them get blown out. <laughs> yeah, that, doing I good, heard that though. stadium's legit, though. Yeah. I mean, they're all right. Oh, yeah. They're all right. Yeah, that stadium's beautiful. Uh, an old client of mine has season tickets, and he hasn't been to a game yet because, you know, the first year they weren't allowing fans, and then this this last year they required vaccine. He's like, I'm not getting the vaccine. Uh, yeah. He's going to go to a game this year, and it, uh, he's going to check it out for me. That's what's Let up. me know if it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. That's just like fucking SoFi Stadium. That I heard that shit is outrageous, dude. I can imagine. So that's a beautiful stadium. I like how they oh, have yeah. like the like indoor outdoor look to it. Mm-hmm. Like with the, yeah, they yeah. And then nice like when you that. go, when you go in, you're like once you go in, you go down. Like yeah. you're going down to the field. So I heard it's a, 
a dope ass setup. Yeah, I I would expect nothing less from like L.A., LA California. Yeah. Like it's got to be dope. Yeah. Exactly. You're never gonna get fans to turn out to a game if it's shitty. Yeah, it's got to be. Sure. A, not, it's got to be like an sure. experience. Hell yeah, and that's what happened when they were in San Diego. Our stadium was old as shit. Yeah. So fucking yeah, that's why they moved. I still but, wish they would have stayed in San Diego. Honestly. Shit. Me too, fool. Me too. I, like I, I, I hate the Chargers, but like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's LA doesn't deserve two teams. Let's be real. No. LA yeah. doesn't. Deserve, I yeah. agree. They can't even support I, one. I know exactly, exactly, man. That's why I don't even say the L.A. Chargers. I just say the Chargers. But fucking, uh, and then you got all these Rams fans. All of a sudden, it's like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Get oh man, here, it's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna, it's yeah. bound to happen. It's like L.A. is the most man. fair weather community in the world. So like, yeah. it's yeah. I remember when S when SC was doing hella good back in the early two thousands. Like everybody's oh, yeah. an SC fan. It's like you don't even know where USC is. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah. But shit, man, a lot's changed in uh, two years for you. Yeah, that's been a while. Yeah, man, it you fucking. Like uh, yeah, it's been two years. It was uh, October, October eighth was the two year mark for me, and then your episode was September something. Wow. Yeah, bro. That's wild, dude. That's all. Yeah, that's man, congrats so. to you, though, man. That's cool that you. Hey, man, been, thank you. That, that's the biggest thing with all this stuff and, and like yeah. business you know, social media, whatever it's, it's, uh, the consistency and sticking with it. Like a lot of people, they don't see success right away and they quit and yeah, you quit before, you know, it gets going. So you never yeah. actually see it, see what could happen if you actually just stuck with it. Right. Right. That's life though. So what drove, so big change for you, you left Oregon and yeah. relocated to Texas. Yeah. 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 Actually, uh, huge change. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, li- I lived in Oregon for the last decade. I think I moved there in 2010. So I've been there for like 12 years. So it's like, that was a huge mm-hmm. change. Um, just deciding to leave Oregon. A lot of things contributed to that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I run Blast House, but that wasn't my, my main source of income. I, I had a full time, you know, nine to five type job uh, working yeah. for a defense contractor. And uh, in July, I actually got laid off. Um, mm. You know, uh, business is kind of, you know, especially in the defense industry, is kind of like weird right now. Um, yes, sir. With all the shit going on in Ukraine. So um, there's a lot of instability, especially with military contracts. And so got laid off. And uh, I was like, you know what? Like, there's only so much you can do in like a small area. Like social media makes things a lot easier to do things with like, uh, limited access. Like you don't have to see people like we're doing this podcast, like remotely. Um, yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of different opportunities that aren't available. Um, if you're in like a smaller area and I love yeah. Oregon and I love Southern Oregon where I was living. Um, it's a great, beautiful area. Like rogue Rally is just absolutely gorgeous. Some of the best country in the, in the world, I would think honestly. Um, but it's just a small town. It's a small area. Uh, yeah. fitness community is not huge. Um, it's starting to pick up a little bit. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. more cool gyms popping up, a lot more people getting into it, but like just the fitness community in general is just kind of dead. And then the Pacific right. Northwest in the last two years has just become not the greatest area in the world. Um, yeah. Just because of, you know, all the, all the lockdowns and bullshit related to that. So it's like mm-hmm. politics wise and, and just opportunity wise, it wasn't a good fit and uh, need to make a change, you know? 
and it was uh, between a few other places and here. And I was like, you know, Texas seems pretty dope. I know a lot of people out there, um, and it, it might be a good opportunity. And it, and it was so far, I really enjoy it. You know, Austin uh, gets a lot of shit for being like the bluest part of Texas, but you <laughs> yeah. know, when you come from the bluest part of the country, I would argue, yeah, Portland's area, like, yeah, uh, this isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh it is and there's so much to do here like the fitness community in this area is just outrageous like there's so oh, many yeah. cool gyms so many people everyone's in shape everyone does like it's it's great it's a great place yeah. i love it hell yeah hell yeah i love texas when i lived there i was in fort worth so yeah. a couple hours north of you yeah you I, I i love it it's a good area up there too like yeah i, I haven't been to an area in texas that really sucks el paso kind of sucks but Oh, yeah, definitely. El Paso sucks. No offense, El Paso. <laughs> yeah, no offense. To, uh, I actually yeah. got I got offered a, a, a job over there recently, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I could do that. No, I, don't hell I, I don't know if I want to move from one uh, small town area to an even, like another small town area, but this one's yeah. in the desert. Like, nah. Yeah. I'll pass. Hell no. At least Oregon has, like, the rivers and shit. Like, I'll, I'll take yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So you moved, you relocated for uh, a job or just, just to relocate? Not just to relocate, you know. Uh, okay. So I'm I'm trying to get the Blast House thing going a little bit more this year. Yeah. Uh, like at the end of this year, moving next twelve months, I'm trying to focus more on the Blast House. I I've been doing it like more as like a side gig for like the last mm-hmm. two years. Uh, two. Oh, it's almost three years. Honestly, It'll be three years in March. Uh, so two okay. and a half years, and yeah. uh, it's gotten to that point where it's like it's not going to grow if you don't put attention into it. Like that's right. It, it's only going to get as big as, as you try to make it. And right. if it's not, you know, a big part of my focus on a daily basis, then it's not going to, uh, not going to grow. Uh, right. So I'm going to, I got some money from when we sold our house up in Oregon, you know, the mm-hmm. market was insane and we, we sold and, uh, got some cash from there. So I'm going to take some of that and put it into the business and see, see what we can do with it. Hell yeah. So yeah. what, over the past two years since we last spoke, what has changed, like, what has changed with Blast House? I mean. In the good, in the good. I mean, there's been good and there's been bad. I mean, uh, yeah. I think I think yeah. any, if you talk to any small business owner, the last two years have probably been some of the most outrageous times to be doing business ever, you know, yeah. uh, with the, with the, all the COVID lockdowns and, and, and the supply chain issues that originated from that, you know, um, to the, the inflationary period we're going through right now, it's, is just, you know, astronomical. Um, it makes it very expensive and hard to do business. Honestly. Um, I'll give you like a brief example. So like when I initially launched blast house, I think we, we didn't have great margins. Like I was still doing small quantities. I think the initial order of blast house that I put out, I think I paid, maybe $26 for a tub of protein landed. Mm-hmm. If I were to place that same order now, that same quantity, whatever, it's $44 landed. God damn. Yeah. Nothing's changed, right? Like yeah. it's the same product, um, same ingredients, same manufacturer, you know. But if I were to order, place that exact same order today, it's gone up almost double. And it's because God of uh, supply chain issues, uh, whether they be manufactured or, you know, legitimate. Um, let's be real. Once you start making more money, you don't really want to go back to making less money. So like, of course I, I could argue that maybe some of these supply chain issues that we're facing are like put in place by those manufacturers because, you know, they don't want to go back to making less money. 
Um, but also, you know, inflation, gas is high, you know, freight's expensive, shipping's expensive. So, uh, costs are just, you know, through the roof. I was talking to a a manufacturer and, and honestly, a lot of the, the supply chain issues that originated in the fitness industry in particular were due to, uh, because of COVID and, uh, the increased attention that people started placing on health, right? Right. Once, right. once, uh, once COVID happened, and everyone's like, "Oh man, if you're unhealthy or if you're obese or whatever, if you have like all these health issues, uh, yeah. you're going to start. You're more likely to, you know, have ill effects, okay. whatever." Yeah. Um, so it actually led to a spike. So more people than ever, you know, started uh, supplement companies or started health and wellness companies. Um, big companies already in place doubled down. They ordered more, you know, they, they expanded yeah. product lines. So uh, it wasn't even like there were some, you know, ingredients that were like shortage because, you know, facilities shut down or whatever. But mm-hmm. a lot of it actually happened just due to a spike in demand. Um, there was a huge spike in demand for health and wellness products, uh, which yeah. led to less being available for, you know, the product or the companies that were around beforehand. So, right. Uh, it's it's a it's a wild wild uh, position we're in, and but lately uh, prices have come down a little bit. Um, it's kind of started to even out, but it's it's still nowhere near where it was two two and a half years ago. It's 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 pretty insane, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember I remember COVID and everybody was just in on fitness, which was a good thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, a good thing. But then it was a bad thing because then if like you said, you had like uh, all these companies starting off. Oh, yeah. starting a supplement brand, but it was just a money grab. They oh, didn't really 100%. give a fuck. I mean, you know it's, I mean? Shit. it's like the it's like the people making masks, you know, like that's yeah. just a, like they don't give a shit about the effects of the mask or whether yeah. or not it's a good product. They just want to grab some money. People buy a mask. Yeah. Let's make some masks. Same thing with products. Like, hey, people, you know, vitamin D, zinc, all that. They're they're yeah. uh, they're great products. Like, there's there's proof that they benefit. You know, people, especially in the COVID era. Um, so let's fucking make it. Who cares if yeah. we're putting out a quality product, a quality version of it? Um, let's just get something to market right now, you know, capitalize. Yeah. And, you know, you can't really blame them to a degree, right? We're right, all trying right. to be successful, trying to make some money, uh, try to get by. Uh, yep. But it le- it definitely led to some, you know, shady things, I'm sure. Definitely. Some, definitely. some shitty products being put on, par- on, on the market. Um, but it happens, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's all part, part of it's all it's all part of the 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 struggles of being an entrepreneur. Like if it was easy, yeah. everyone would be you know fucking Jeff Bezos, right? Yeah, you know, we'd all right. be fucking rolling in billions, right? But it's not. Right. It's not an easy. It's and it's not supposed to be easy, right? If it was easy, yeah. it wouldn't fucking mean as much, honestly. Like yeah. if it was easy, why not just work your nine to five too, right? Like it's the same same thing. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah. Now you, you hear that such he has such a great radio voice, everybody. I know you hear that. <laughs> that hear that deep ass voice, man. Deep, yeah. That's you sensual I mean? seduction. <laughs> so with the with the all these little companies starting off and coming out, I know you it was around the same time you came out with your shit. And I know you know ingredients and what's fillers, what's prop blends and all that shit. Yeah. How did it was that like sort of a driving point to have Blast House be what it is a better quality fucking company vice just a bullshit ass prop blend protein yeah yeah i mean um obviously (laughs) just how i 
just how I am. I'm not going to put out some bullshit. Like I try not yeah. to put out some bullshit. Um, uh, <clears throat> I try not to put out anything that's that I wouldn't want to use. Right. Because the thing about it is like over the last, you know, decade of being like building my social media, building like connections and networking and whatever. Um, yeah. I've, I've made a lot of friends and I don't, and the worst thing to me is when I let somebody down. Right. And I would hate for somebody that I know to invest hard earned money into something that I put out and then just not be happy with it. Right. For right. them to feel like I cheated them. Like I, I deceived them. Cause I'm going to be real. Like a lot of the people that supported blast house off the, off the jump were people that I've known for years. Right. Like it was yeah. all people that, I, that have supported me through gunsmith or, you know, I went to college or high school with, or like grew up yeah. with, they all, they were all part of the initial, like, huge surge of people buying stuff and mm -hmm. so my worst feeling fear was like putting something out and having them feel like i cheated them or like i deceived them to just grab their money right uh, but then also i was listening to i was listening to actually joe rogan's podcast the other day uh and he, he's interviewing rick rubin the producer yeah yep and uh rick rubin actually talked about something where he was uh he created things like he was talking about how like he revolutionized, you know, hip hop music, like with the sound that he yeah. developed. And, um, and then he was talking about how like he started a pro wrestling league because he loves pro wrestling apparently. Oh shit. And, uh, he got to the point where like, he didn't like the hip hop music that was being produced. Right. Like the way he was buying records. He's like, it doesn't sound like it does in the club. Like I don't like how it yeah. sounds. And then it got to a point where he's watching pro wrestling and he's like, this isn't the product that I like. Like they've changed it. They've made it more for kids. I want something more intense, more for adults. Right. And so he, he basically told Joe Rogan, he's like, he's like, I make things because somebody else won't make it. He's like, I, if somebody else would make it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make anything, but I'm making yeah. something to fill a need that I feel is there. And that's kind of how I feel about like, like selfishly. That's how I feel about blast house. Like i make things, that I like, you know, so we put out some weird flavors. Yeah. So I'm uh, like some weird yeah. fucking flavors, right? Like flavors you don't see other companies really put out a ton. Right. Because they're very divisive. Like you either like this flavor or you don't like this flavor, you know? Yeah. And some people won't even attempt to try it just because the flavors like, I don't like peach. I'm not going to try it. All right, yeah. cool. I love peaches, right? Yeah. I like peach tea. I like Southern yeah. sweet tea with peaches, you know, like that's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, a Moscow mule. Moscow mule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love, you know, sour watermelon candy. So I'm putting yeah. out products that I want. I don't really care if you like it, honestly, yeah. to be fair. Um, you know, everything, every flavor I've come out with is because I wanted to create it. Like it, it's something that nice. I, and so I'm feeling a niche that like, I don't see, like we, we came out with an orange cream skull protein. Yeah. It was one of our very first products. I and, fucking uh, love that one. Man. Yeah. It was, it was huge, hugely popular. Yeah, and nobody else, uh, no other company had like an orange creamsicle protein, and I wanted an orange creamsicle protein. I don't, I got sick, yeah. I get sick of chocolate and vanilla. Like I want something different, so yeah. we created that. And it's like I'm creating products that I want, what I would want in a product, um, and I want something that I will use on a daily basis, whether or not. Like this is how this is how I looked at it initially. I was like, I'm gonna buy this stuff. If somebody buys it, awesome. If nobody buys it, I got a lifetime supply for myself. You know, that's that's yeah, kind of how I was looking yeah. at it. Like, you know, I got yeah. I got four hundred tubs of protein that I can go through however yeah. I want. You know, like you know what I mean? Yeah. If nobody buys this, 
it's I'm still going to use it like whether or not it's 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 irrelevant. So and I think yeah. I think uh, that comes with it's good and bad. Right. Like some it's it's definitely probably cost me some sales. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm staying true to what I am, what I believe in and what I want out of the company. Um, and I think. I think in the end, that's, you know, because we'll get to the point where I can afford to put out other flavors like, you know, that maybe more people like. Um, the problem is right now it's, it's very expensive to put out just one product. Um, yeah. So putting out one product, I'd rather put out a product that I want versus like a blue raspberry fucking pre-workout. Yeah. Blue raspberry yeah. is like the most popular flavor of pre-workout. If you go, every company has a blue Raz style yeah. pre-workout. It's because it's mm-hmm. the most popular. Like. Every, like like if you rest. if you talk yeah I hate blue rats but yeah. if you talk to like everybody on the street yeah like 75 80% of those people would say yeah I like blue rats so you know um hmm. but I I don't want a blue rats and if I can only afford one pre-workout flavor right now I'm going to go with the flavor that I like right you know? and yeah. I don't like blue rats so yeah I'm sorry if you do <laughs> but <laughs> but but yeah, it, it's it's uh, that, and then the quality of the ingredients. Like, I want something that I know is going to work. I'm not going to put out like a test booster or some fucking you know, like a fat burn or something. Like, there there are some benefits to stuff like that, but like, yeah, overall, like most people aren't going to get a benefit out of that. It's right. kind of mumbo jumbo, like cheap shit to make some money, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that was the first thing they actually when I when I approached a, com- a manufacturer about starting uh, a supplement company. That was the first thing they said. They said, you need to make a fat burner. I was like, why? And they're like, it's the cheapest thing you can manufacture, and you get the most return off of it. And I was like, ah, well, wow. cool, but um, I have some integrity here. I'm not trying to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the credibility is like, come on. Granted, I, I, granted I do want to make money, and so I will yeah. put stuff out there that, where I can make a lot of money off of it, but not yeah. necessarily. I'm not going to just fucking deceive somebody to do it. Like, yeah, exactly. So that's what's up, man. Yeah. Speaking of the orange creamsicle, I know last time we we talked about it and it was out. I don't I don't think it's ever come back. No. So oh, it's, man. there's a so there's a there's a very legitimate reason for that. So okay, we we came out with the orange creamsicle, right? Yeah. And then uh, I went to go reorder it. Apparently, somebody at the facility that I was working with, yeah, left. And took the flavor profiles. Wow. (laughs) So he took like a bunch of flavor profiles for all these different companies. And uh, yeah, so they lost it. So they they had to recreate it for me. Uh And I went through a a load of samples, like a load of samples. And they finally got close to it. But the the powder, uh, like the original, it was like like an off-white, like with an Mm -hmm. orange tint to it. Yeah, it looked like a vanilla orange kind of thing. The, fl- the they they actually nailed the flavor, but the powder was like a purple, and I was like, what? I can't I can't put out a purple orange cream yeah. protein like that. That doesn't make any sense. It looks weird. Yeah, it's not appetizing. And they're yeah. like, we don't know how to change the color of this powder without changing the flavor because we nailed the flavor finally, but the color is different. Damn. And I was like, well, I, you guys got to fix it. Like, and so yeah. they've been trying to fix it. They haven't fixed it, and then Damn. I just fired them. I just fired them as a manufacturer, so Hell yeah. <laughs> I have to go to another <laughs> manufacturer now and try to get. The problem is that now there is no the basis for the orange cream skull. 
Like, like there's no more orange creamsicle. And I, I had one like quarter tub left and I sent it to the manufacturer to try to like recreate it. Yeah. And that's where they got the purple one. And now I have the purple one still. So I might send the purple one to like the new manufacturer, but and be like, don't make it purple, but uh, <laughs> we'll see, dude. It's, it's been a, I think I talked, I think I talked about this the last time I was on, but like, it's one of those things where it's like, nobody cares and this is, I think, I think something that a lot of people need to recognize. Nobody cares about your success or your business or what you want as much as you will, right? They, like you can have this dream. You can have this vision. Nobody will ever care as much as you do. Like they'll never care right. more than you. They'll never yeah. care as much as you. Um, you can have the greatest product in the world and nobody's going to exceed your, you know, wish for it to be successful, right? Yeah. Um, it's just not going to happen. Like nobody, no, it's your dream. You have to be the top. Like nobody's going to match you. And yeah. it's the same way with these man with some of these manufacturers, right? Like I'm a small company. Nobody cares if I place an order or not, right? Like I'm, I don't, yeah. I don't pay their mortgage, right? I maybe play, pay their electric bill maybe, but yeah. I don't pay their mortgage, right? So, um, you get bumped to the bottom of this, of it's, you get bumped to the bottom. Right. Of course. Like if, if Red, I don't, I don't use Redcon's manufacturer, but let's say I did. Yeah. If Redcon places an order with them, Redcon goes before me. Whether or of not course. I placed an order, you know, two months ago, Redcon gets the gets the you know the the step up. Right. Um, and that's how it is, you know. So it got to the point where I was dealing with this one manufacturer, my main manufacturer that I've used for like the last two and a half years for the most part, and uh, I just got fed up. I got fed up with constantly being bumped to the back of the line, constantly, you know, given all these extra, you know, things that I had to do that nobody else has to do. It's just because yeah. like they like to make things difficult for the small guy. Um, and that might sound like an excuse, but it's really not like, like oh, yeah. there's truth. a lot, like there's a lot of truth to that. Right. Yeah. Um, like, so I just got fed up and I had, I had an order. I was supposed to get some product before uh, black Friday and uh, had the deposit down, going through some issues with them in regards to, you know, just the extra ho- hoops that they were starting to make me go through, extra fees they were trying to tack on, and I was just like, yeah. you know what, just give me my money back. I'll go somewhere else. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice Black Friday this year just to not have to do deal with you guys anymore. Right. So, um, at a certain point, you know, you got to start standing up for yourself. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, what you got? So, with the relocation to Texas. Are you have a, a distributor like within like your location now? No, 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 no. no. Still, uh, I mean, there's there's some manufacturers around here, some dis- yeah. Uh, but uh, no, for some reason, a lot of the manufacturers are on the East Coast, like uh, okay. Georgia, Florida, that type of area. So yeah. no, I'm still dealing with some guys on the East Coast, but uh, it is more convenient being in Texas though for shipping and logistically because you're in the oh, middle yeah. of the country, so it's yep. a little bit more affordable shipping. Send, mm-hmm. sending stuff oh yeah uh, so hopefully at a certain point that'll bring shipping costs down because that's a huge i know that's a huge issue for a lot of people um, so when you're when when you were in oregon like you had your product like your warehouse where you shipped your stuff and yeah. you moved to austin did you get like a new warehouse or is it in your house or like how's it no it's still it's i have a i have a big storage unit that i that i operate out of um, okay so for the most part i i can't we're not we're not at the point where i get a warehouse yet you know, okay. uh, you know, we got, I'm at that point right now where I'm, I'm trying, I'm putting every, every dollar that comes back in, back, back into the company. Into I'm not Hell trying yeah. to, you know, I'm not trying to 
create extra, you know, uh, overhead that's going right. to maybe, you know, at this point, I'd rather have $0 in the account, but like as many products as possible on the shelves. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, that's the goal right now is to consolidate as much as possible. And, you know, in the end of this year, early into 2023 to release as much as possible and just kind of uh, take it to the next level, you know. Hell yeah. I, know, I seen you come out, you came out with the reds and the greens. What, what other products are you planning on coming out if you can divulge into that? Without giving out, too I mean, we're trying. We're trying to get back. Right now, honestly, it's, it's more of just kind of uh, getting to the point where we can restock our products consistently. Uh, okay, that's the. I think that that's. If I were to point, you know, the the inflation and and the and the supply chain issues, that those are those are shitty. But I, if I were to point to like the biggest issue with growth is uh, for me in this business is 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 taking advantage of momentum. So. Uh, and part of that lends back into the supply chain a little bit, but um, getting to the point where you can restock products consistently before yeah. like you've been sold out for a while is is a, is a huge goal of mine. And I think that's probably yeah. the number one goal. Um, I want to get to the point where like I don't have to worry that like they're going to lose my flavor or they're not going to know how to produce the 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 same exact product that I've been selling and, and give that to me on a restock and uh, right. Right now, like the last couple, last you know, eighteen months has been, it's it, that's been a huge hurdle. Um, I'll give you an example. So, like last May, not this past May, but last May before that, um, I released we released our, our vanilla coffee bean protein, which was a huge huge success for us. Yeah. Um, that was good too. Oh yeah, yeah, delicious. Yeah, that's, that's everyone loves that. Like, uh, I oh, yeah. I sent that to a TikToker, you know. Um, and he made a video about it smart and he smart, uh yeah. the video got like a couple hundred thousand views of just this yeah. protein and we sold out that weekend you know i just gotten it in yeah, and dang. we just and we sold out like yeah instant like never moved anything that quickly as possible like we did like three months worth of sales in fucking a weekend hell yeah uh, and it's like fuck yeah like everyone's and then we sold out we were starting getting all these emails like hey when are you gonna restock it's like shit we just re- we just ran out like give me a sec yeah it ended up being like I put an order for restock in that weekend. Like, hey, I send me some more shit. Like, I need it. Yeah, I didn't get that product. So we that was end of May. I think the beginning of June, like the first weekend of June, I put the restock order in. Yeah, and uh, I didn't end up getting that restock until middle of September. Damn. Yeah, like, this is what I'm talking you about. You already like, sold got, out. Yeah. Well, I've been sold out for three and a half months now. Shit. And. Uh, but that's what I'm talking about, like getting bumped to the back of the line kind of yeah. thing. So I got bumped to the back of the line. We didn't restock for three and a half months. All those people that wanted to try it from that video, they're gone now, right? Yeah, over it. Consumers Damn. are like, consumers are, you know, they're on to the next, right? Right, right. So that's what I'm talking about, like capitalizing on momentum and I think and taking advantage of those opportunities when they arise. And whether or not that's a, mistake on my ends or you know just like inexperience with this game maybe um, yeah. but that like that's that's a huge thing that you need to be aware of because especially in today's age with the social media like something can pop off completely oh, yeah. un, un unknown to you right and you're overwhelmed immediately and it's like yeah. well that's great that's a great problem to have right like like if I got you know a thousand orders tonight that'd be great right that'd be awesome yeah yeah. But 
how does that affect my business moving forward? Because right. now I'm not prepared to deal with that. Like I don't have the I don't have the infrastructure in place to fulfill that. So getting to the point where I can, you know, have a reliable infrastructure set up mm-hmm. um, to the point where like something can blow up. I can sell out of a product tomorrow without without any knowledge of that I'm gonna sell out of it. And I'm gonna be okay because I'll have a restock in four weeks that'll, you know, fulfill any future demands. Right. right. Um yeah. The problem with like three and a half months is like even the people that bought it in May that liked it, you know, they're done with that at the end of June, yeah, middle of July. So they want to yeah. reorder. They're not getting anything into September. Fuck it. I need to buy something else. I'm going to go buy Ghost or some shit. Oh, I like yeah. Ghost. Ghost is awesome. I'm never going to try something else. So, right. you're, you know, Man. there's no loyalty when it comes to this type of shit. So it's like yeah. you have to be prepared to take advantage. And it's, it goes to any business really, right? Like. You have to have that infrastructure set up where it's like, hey, I know I'm not there yet, like to the point where I'm, you know, getting a thousand orders a day. But I need to be prepared that if like I were to get a thousand orders tomorrow, that I know what I'm going to do in the following days to keep this business moving forward. Right. Hell because yeah. those opportunities don't present themselves all the time and you have to take advantage. That's how there's too many. There's too many other businesses out there for you to not be prepared and to take advantage of your opportunity, right? Because definitely, it's it's like the it's like the the guy game called up from the practice squad. Like, oh you're oh you're not feeling that well today. Oh, we'll find somebody else. There was your opportunity. Yeah. You're never going to play in the league ever again, right? Like right. that was your one time you got called up. Right. And you're not you're not ready. We'll move on. It's the same thing with business, right? Like if you're not taking advantage of those opportunities as they come, there's too many other businesses out there, right? Definitely. Definitely great advice to give to any entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur right there. Great advice. So what did you have? So taking that, what did you learn from that and put into for future endeavors or future orders or whatever? What I learned from that is that, that like your, your infrastructure needs to be more than just you. Right. Like I said, like it was one of those, that was like, I had an idea of like, where I stood on the totem pole, but like, that was one of those things where it was like, Oh yeah, they really don't care if I'm successful. So I need to make sure that I have, you know, multiple manufacturers ready and willing to go, like ready to go. Um, cause if they're not going to do it, then I, I need to have somebody else that can do it. And if they're not going to deliver on time, uh, the, and so that that's been a learning process. And so this is kind of, you know, led into this point where I'm at right now, where it's like, you know, I'm done. I'm done messing around with people that are like going to cost me success in the end. Right. So it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling back from people that, that aren't, aren't good for me. Like they make great products, but you know, they don't, at the end of the day, if they can't give you that product in time, it's, it's not, it's not, it doesn't matter how great it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not feasible for you. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's what's up, man. So do you, so for manufacturer wise, like say you have a manufacturer who's producing the, the ch- the coffee the coffee flavored right and then you have them they're producing that one and you have another manufacturer are they're producing the same thing so you do you send like the samples to both and then they both per, like create it or have it ready and then yeah. it's just a, a call for something for something like that where like we've uh, where we've uh, ideally it's going to be only one manufacturer that manufactures a specific flavor just because mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of variation that can occur with like flavoring and, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so ideally 
we're not going to be in that situation, but uh, we're going to have product available so that they can flavor match if we need to go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but ideally, we're not going to be in a situation where we're going to have to. Uh, ideally, we're not going to be in a situation where we have to go to another manufacturer to make the same flavor of something that's already there. Um, yeah. Moving forward, though, like we're going to get to the point where it's like uh, sending a, the flavors that we have in stock. To, to a certain manufacturer, like, mm-hmm. hey, we, we need you to match this. But um, in a scenario like like I was just giving you, like, um, yeah, I would, I would, that's something that's hard to set up in advance um, to get to the point where it's like, hey, manufacturer A can't make this in time, so I'm going to go to manufacturer B. Uh, right. Just there is too much variation in flavoring. Um, ideally, I, I think we could get to a point where it's like, like they they can they can match it right away. Um, I'm not I'm not sure we're there yet. I'm not I'm not right. at a, at a big enough scale. I think where where uh, where that's a feasible option right now. Uh, yeah. But more it's more so just finding a manufacturer that's reliable. And, and, Got you. And, uh, I believe I did. I believe I have I have a few nice. connections that I've nice. developed over the years. So. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think a lot of some of those bigger companies, like uh, like the Redcons and the yeah, and, the, and I, I, maybe even I don't know if Ghost would, but like some of those other manufacturers, the bigger companies, I'm mm-hmm. sure they use one or two manufacturers. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I'm sure I'm sure they they have flavor profiles built in. Like, hey, these are you know, this is what it's supposed to taste like, and this is what it's supposed right. to look like. Uh, but they're also doing high volume you know, orders to the point where it's like, well, yeah, we're going to, we're going to make sure it tastes like that because we don't want to lose this customer. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if it was, if that's how it worked, like, okay, you manufacturer a, okay, we get it from y'all, but then, oh shit, I need a restock. Y'all can't get it. Let me hit up manufacturer B. So that's understandable. I I, I haven't, I haven't done that. I haven't gotten to the point where I've done that. Um, Usually I'll just be like, oh shit. Well, you know, manufacturer B, can you make this flavor instead for me? and get that yeah. so i have something right yeah uh, it may not be the flavor that people want but it'll be something that i can put out on the shelves uh, right but yeah have you been following okay. that stuff with redcon redcon's apparently got some weird shit going on with it now that we, yeah now that, now that i mentioned that yeah it's crazy. yeah because oh yeah that shit was i was following all that because it affected blackstone labs too and i i like blackstone labs and fucking, yeah so yeah all that shit yeah. is crazy yeah apparently the bankruptcy potential, or, yeah, which yeah. is crazy. It's, yeah, it's, so, it's it's interesting. It's because I've yeah, I've been oh, wondering yeah. that for a while in terms of like because Redcon, they're huge, they're massive, right? Oh yeah, probably they're probably the biggest supplement company I would say at this point yeah. in time. Um, oh yeah, and it's wild because they always do like outrageous deals, like to the point where it's like buy two hundred and fifty dollars, get two hundred fifty dollars free. It's yeah, like, how yeah. are you making? Anyway. Exactly, with so, a bag and a fucking yeah, yeah. three yeah, shirts. Yeah, yeah. You buy one tub yeah. of pre workout, you get another tub of pre workout and a fucking yeah. t shirt. It's like, like how how are you making it? And free <laughs> shipping. It's like, what, yeah. what are you making? Like two dollars on this order? Like how how are you making it? And then you know, then this comes out that they're you know apparently not paying their bills. Makes you wonder. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And then they opened the new gym in Florida. Yeah, like a couple of years ago, like it's yeah. that's crazy. That's a, and that's a multi million dollar gym. That's a yeah, that's a beautiful gym. 
That's I really want to go check yeah. that out. Hopefully, yeah, so do I. I need to check it out soon, apparently, before, <laughs> before shit maybe hits the fan. For real. Yeah. Hell no. You ever think about, so like these big like distribu- distributors, like distribution companies, like, like, like a Tiger Fitness or like a, yeah. D- I don't even know if like DF Nutrition's around anymore, but like things like that. You ever consider going that route as well? Yeah, I, I, I spoke actually with Tiger Fitness back when we were initially uh, getting started. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we had Mark Lobliner. Yeah. I had a few connections over there. Um, their, their, uh, their strategy with, uh, when it came to working with, uh, I guess influencers, I don't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider myself an influencer, but like, like influencers, like creating product and creating brands. Uh, yeah. it wasn't a very advantageous deal. Like it's an advantageous deal if you don't have a ton of capital going into it. And mm-hmm. if you're okay with giving up a lot of equity and a lot of, a lot of profits, um, but it wasn't a great deal overall for me yeah. as a company. Um, okay. I think if I was like, a, if I was like, you know, who was that? Shit, Chris Jones. Dude. Chris Jones. If I was like Chris yeah. Jones, right, where I don't really want to run a supplement company, I just want my own product. Like I want a pre-workout, right? Where yeah. I want, I want two products. Maybe I don't want a whole line. I just want like pre-workout, maybe a protein or whatever. Yeah, um, it's a great avenue for that because you know they'll work with you they'll develop the formula whatever they'll create the market okay. they'll they'll fulfill it they'll di- they'll distribute it yeah um, but you're it's like you're making the you're making like i don't even know i don't know what the number is but it's like yeah. you're making like 20 percent, right and you don't okay. have necessarily like ownership at that point right it's because essentially theirs it's theirs they're using yeah. your name and then your you're, you're using you're using your uh, distribution channel to help bolster them it's almost like you're a it's almost like you're an athlete for a company and they're creating a special program or a yeah. special product for you. And um, I don't know if they've changed that since then, but that this was like yeah. three years ago. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't conducive to starting the entire line. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and that's not, that's not saying anything bad about Tiger Fitness or Mars. Oh yeah. Not at all. Like not at all. The, it's a, it's a, it's a great program for uh, potentially people that are trying to create like one or two products, but I don't know if the entire line is something that's super feasible there because, and, and rightfully so, because they're putting everything behind it. Like they're developing it. They're, they're fulfilling it. They're doing everything for you. Yeah. Um, You're just like, Hey, this is what I want. And this is kind of the name and this is all the branding kind of thing, but like they're doing everything. So it's like, they should make the majority of the money because it's, it's an expensive, like starting a supplement company is, is expensive. It's not, it seems like it is. It's not, cheap and it's like stupid shit too it's not even like like ordering the products is like the least of the thing right like yeah, like, yeah. ordering the products is expensive but then you got to label it you got to ship it you got to create a website you have to this is the craziest thing so like uh you have to get a, a special payment processor for supplements because a lot of payment processors won't allow supplements because it's mm-hmm. not regulated so like you have to have special insurance uh, yeah, yeah. so it's like you have to get a special payment processor. You know, you got to do the business license. You got to do the LLC. Yeah, like all the, it's, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. Everyone, somebody like somebody, I get hit up all the time. Like, hey man, I'd love to start a supplement. It's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. sounds great. Like, are you aware of what that actually means? Like, I think social media has made it to the point where it's like people think that it's like super easy, right? Yeah. Like a lot of things. Like, hey, yeah, I can start my own clothing company tomorrow. It's like, okay, yeah, like you can, but like. It's not as simple as just like, hey, going to the local screen printer, like, hey, can I, you know, yeah, print a shirt, 
It's like, hey, can I manufacture 300 units of this pre-workout and create a label that's, you know, not going to get me audited by the FDA? And like, <laughs> but yeah, it's it seems like that. It seems like it's tough. It's not easy. People yeah. assume so though. I saw I saw a girl the other day on TikTok actually, and she was creating pre-workout in her own like house. Like she was buying bulk ingredients, mixing yeah. them up in a blender pouring them into a container that she got and like labeling it herself. Yeah. That is so illegal. Like you are so (laughs) fucked, but like, that's what people, I think that's what people kind of think it is like, Oh, there's no regulation in supplements. It's like, no, well there is. Yeah. There, I mean, it's not as strict as like putting out a food product, but there's regulations and shit. Like you you can't just manufacture something in your, in your fucking kitchen. Kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't work. That like reminds that. me of, of Bigger, Faster, Stronger. Remember when he did that in that movie? Yeah. Bigger, Faster, Stronger. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, crazy. if you're doing it for yourself, that's cool. But like, somebody's telling me the story about like this guy. He was mixing. It was a trainer over, I guess, in the UK, and he was mixing up his own uh, pre workout. Like he he would just buy bulk ingredients himself, and yeah. uh, and uh, mix up his own pre workout. Maybe for his clients too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he misdosed the caffeine. Like he, he took the scoop that he was going to use for like citrulline or something and he used it on yeah. the caffeine scoop. He ended up doing like oh, nine shit. grams of caffeine and he died. Damn. He had like a, he like fucking gave himself like a heart attack. Yeah. Cause he yeah, took yeah. nine grams of caffeine. Yeah. Outrageous. Right. Cause he thought he was, he mixed, he mislabeled, I guess, misgrab, he grabbed the wrong scoop. Fuck. And he, and so like that's the type of shit. Like, and that's also the thing with like the the blending of the ingredients. Like you can't do it in your yeah. house because like you create hot spots. Because the idea with the powders, it's mixed, you know, in an industrial mixer mm-hmm. to the point where it's like the ingredients are spread out. Whereas like if you mix it in your house and you kind of like blend it up yourself, like yeah. you'll get pockets where if you scoop that pocket, you're not getting the full blend of the ingredient. You're getting like you might be getting like seven grams of citrulline and like a little bit of caffeine, like barely any caffeine or whatever. Yeah. Like, cause the ingredients are not blended correctly. So like there's what they call hot spots where it's like a, a pocket of ingredients there where it's not blended and you're just, that's crazy. Like, the bait. And so that's why, you know, like you have to go to these night, these GMP good manufacturing practice facilities yeah. where they have these big industrial blicks. You can't just mix it up in a blender yourself. <laughs> You hear that out there? You can't yeah. just do your shit in your own. And if you are, and if you shark. are, yeah, if you are mixing up your own stuff, and this is like not medical advice or anything, but like if you are, don't mix it up in bulk. Like, don't mix up. Like, if you're making your own pre workouts, like there's a lot of those companies where you can buy like your own like bulk ingredients. Yeah. Um, if you're doing that, don't mix up multiple servings. You know, just do it one one at a time because then you can control how much of each ingredient is actually in what you're taking. But if you mix it. If you're like, hey, I'm going to make a week's worth of fucking pre-workout. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Single serving only. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. Single serving only. Yeah. If if you're doing it, which yeah. you shouldn't be. Which, which I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't, but don't, don't listen to me, actually. <laughs> don't listen to me at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't hold any responsibility over what you're doing with free time. The thoughts and views you hear on this podcast are just yeah, opinions. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> right on. So the reds and greens. I see you got reds and greens, pineapple, mango. What yeah. made you want to do reds and greens? Because I know it seems like everybody is doing like 
some sort of greens or some kind of vital vital blend collagen or whatever what made you want to go reds and greens well let's uh let's be real like greens products suck like they taste like definitely they taste absolutely terrible they're fucking definitely um and if somebody says like they oh this this greens product tastes great like i don't care what they say it still tastes like shit like yeah uh, (laughs) everyone's tastes like shit i doesn't matter what you say who who you are it tastes like shit um yeah i'm not going to name companies but like i've had a lot of greens products and i've had a yeah, lot where they're like we don't taste like anybody else it's like no you still taste like fucking grass dude yeah you yep. taste bad like um, and so the idea behind that is like like greens products are great right because i don't eat enough vegetables you probably don't eat enough vegetables yep. most of the people listening probably don't eat enough vegetables nope um whether or not like for whatever reason Right. You might not like it. You might, you know, be too lazy to cook it up, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So they are great alternatives to making sure you get those micronutrients in, which everyone needs. Um, but and and I know that. Right. Like, I know I should be eating vegetables. I don't. Yeah. I know I should be drinking a greens formula, but I don't like I would buy one and I wouldn't I wouldn't take it. And or I would take it once or twice. And I'd be like, Ugh, I'm not. Like I dread taking it, so I wouldn't right. take it. Or I'd mix it up with like orange juice, which defeats the fucking purpose. Like I'm mixing it up with like 60 grams that's of carbs. Like that's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly what I did. Because you're trying to blend out the taste. Like it's trying. Mm-hmm. To, so, um, I just found no consistency. Like I, I, I knew I was supposed to do it, but I wouldn't do it. So, it got to the point where I was like, how can I? How can we make this? Uh, how can we make this more palatable? Like to the point where people actually want to take it and. And you can take it on a daily basis and you not dread it, right? Like, it's not like right. you're taking medicine. Uh, yeah. And so the simplest way is obviously like, well, people need Red's products too, right? Yeah. A lot of companies come out with Red products. That's, you know, an additional cost, right? You're paying like 40 bucks for your Greens product. You're paying 40 bucks for your Red's product. Now you're paying yep. 80 bucks for something every month. Um, what if we just combine them, you know? It's not the most comprehensive greens product on the on the market. You know, there's greens products out there with a lot more micronutrients in them per mm-hmm. per scoop. I'm not going to deny that, uh, but that wasn't the goal of it, right? Like the goal, the goal of the of this was to um, the goal wasn't to uh, put out the best greens product, right? The goal yeah. was to put out a product that people would use on a regular basis. Um, because the greens products on the market right now don't fulfill that need. Um, and mixing it, reds products traditionally taste better because they're based in fruits. So it's like raspberries, mm-hmm. strawberries, whatever. Um, so mm-hmm. they're going to taste better naturally. So combining them balances out the flavor a little bit uh, to the point where it's like it doesn't taste like a normal greens product. It, does, it still doesn't taste. I would argue that it doesn't taste amazing. It doesn't mm-hmm. taste bad, though. It, do, it tastes like, like a a green smoothie that you buy at like Jamba Juice or some shit. Yeah. Right. Okay. It does. It, it, it's not, it's not like, Oh my God, this is like fruit juice, but it's not, it doesn't taste like you're drinking a greens product. And that yeah. was the goal. The goal, the goal is to create a product that people could take daily, um, that would fulfill micronutrient needs. It may not be the most comprehensive or the best product out there, but it's going to get people to start, you know, going in that direction to the point where right. they can, you know, um, start getting the nutrients that they need. Um, and then as far as the flavoring, flavorings for greens products is tough. Um, and this kind of like, uh, 
I guess if you if you're in the supplement community, you kind of know this, but like flavoring mm-hmm. the greens products is 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 difficult. Um, you can't just do any flavor. Um, it tends to be like citrus citrusy flavors tend to be the best when it comes to greens um, okay. because the citric acid helps counteract some of the taste of the greens. So okay. by making it a pineapple mango, those are just two of the two of the citrusy ish flavors, fruity ish flavors yeah. that like help uh, cover cover the taste a bit more okay. on top yeah. of the fact that it's got the, the green, the reds product involved in it. So it just helps mitigate the flavor a little bit more and uh, make it taste a little bit better, which is right why we, pr- we probably will never come out with another flavor of greens simply for that mm-hmm. reason. Um, because there's not a whole lot of options. I think you could go like a mixed berry or something maybe, yeah. but like you got to keep to certain flavor profiles to mainly to counteract the greens taste. Okay. But that was the reason. That was the reason behind it. Basically, is like I got sick of like I was, you know, I was getting, I was taking some greens products and I was just like wasting money because I would take like yeah. I would take it for like a couple days and I'd be like, nah, back of the pantry, yeah, um, and I just forget about it. Yeah, it's like yeah. what's what was what the point? Like why why is this so hard? like for a company to nail why is it so difficult for a company to just come out with a product that doesn't taste like fucking i'm drinking lawn clippings <laughs> like it's dirt it tastes like yeah. shit. yeah um, so and that's that's that selfish aspect that i was pointing back at earlier is like creating a product that like i want that i need that i yeah. think fulfills a need and you know it's been a successful product for us though like overall um I think that's probably actually one of our that and the vanilla coffee are probably our most popular you know, products that we've ever come out with. Um, okay. I even have guys at other that work for other huge supplement companies that buy the reds and greens from us as opposed to their Hell own yeah. company. <laughs> Hell yeah, is, that's what's uh, up. Kind of funny. It's kind of funny when you see that order come in. That, like, oh, that hey. means you you know you're doing something right right there. Yeah, or they're trying to rip me off. Who knows? Uh, they're trying, they're trying to copy it. That too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. But uh, out of all your products, which one's your favorite? I would say honestly, the, the, the pre-workout is personally my favorite. Like just yeah. cause I'm a pre-workout guy. Like I, like I'm, I'm the dude that like when I was growing up with GNC was like the, the move, right? Like I'd always go to yeah. GNC, get the new pre-workouts. Like what, what could kill me today? Like, what, what, <laughs> you know, what, what super stimmed out product is going to kill me? Uh, I remember yeah. Blackstone came out, but Blackstone had one that was like, it was like dust or some shit. Like, yeah, was, I think yeah. It was just yep. outrageous. Dust, dust X. Yeah. Dust it X. was like just outrageous. And, uh, yeah, like that type of shit. Like, so I was, I've always liked pre-workouts. Like, I know people, I know it's like hit or miss. Like some people are like, yeah, you don't need pre-workout. Like whatever. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need it. Like I don't need to go work out today either, but I must still do it. Like who cares? Right. Yeah. If it helps you, even if it doesn't, like even if it's just a placebo effect, like if it helps you get the job done, like who the fuck cares? Like so many people put out like, like stop doing pre-workout, stop doing all this. It's like, Hey, if it if it stops somebody from you know sitting on their ass all fucking day, who cares? You know yep. it's not harming you. Exactly. Most of the, some will. There are some out there that will, but <laughs> for the most part, they're not going to kill you. Especially nowadays, I've noticed that. Especially in like the last couple of years, you're starting to see a lot less proprietary blends. You're starting to see a lot less like super stimmed out uh, pre workouts, like 
yeah. on the mainstream. Like we're we're like you're starting to see like sufficiently dosed pre workouts. There's a lot of really quality pre workouts out. Yeah, no, it's 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 and I think I think you're starting to see that because of like social media. Uh, you're starting to yeah. see a lot more educated consumers out there. Uh, especially like the TikTok, like the younger generation, like the yeah, yeah, that 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 eighteen to twenty four crowd right now, where yeah. it's like those dudes like grew up watching all these dudes working out, like you know, since you know, since they they were twelve or whatever, right? And so like they're 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 actually competent in what you know certain ingredients do and what what certain things uh, uh, are capable of doing and what and how much you yeah. need. So you're starting to see a lot more educated consumers, and, I, and it's great because uh, I think it's it's elevating the quality of the products out there. But oh yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna be honest though, like a lot of those products don't taste that great. <laughs> so I'm a little biased. I'm a little biased because I I really like hey, our pre workouts. So, it's all right. You should be I mean, as yeah. you should. And I see you guys are you're you're putting out a lot in regards to clothing as well. Like you got yeah. the party gorilla, the hoochie yeah. daddy season and stuff. You know, like what are what are the uh, where do those styles or trends come from? So the the party grill actually started because that was our logo that we created for our, our greens. So like for our labels, so that's kind of something that sets us apart. Is like we used we used to have like when we first launched, we had like a generic label. You know, it just had our logo. It was kind yeah. of, it was a cool label. It looked good. It was like you know matte matte with like some gloss and like had the label and school um but it didn't really stand out on the shelves and we don't sell on shelves anyway but like it was kind of boring and so we growing up or or living up in the pacific northwest it's like huge craft craft brewing and uh the coolest thing about craft brew is like uh from my perspective like i'm not a huge craft brewery kind of guy like i don't really like beer to be honest yeah um but the labels are super cool like all the labels are so different. Like nobody's no labels are the same. Right. And uh, so we got to the point where we're like, kind of like thinking like, Hey, what if we did that for like the supplement labels? Like, what if we like, we were looking at like rogue brewing, for example. Yeah. They have a different, you know, color label, you know, they have a super cool art on it. Um, and everything looks different. They all mm-hmm. say rogue on them, but they're like, you would, there's some, so there's continuity there, but like for the most part, they all, look completely different and so we were like right. let's do that for for supplements because all the supplement labels look the same and it's like yeah you know the color of the font changes the flavor it's like that's kind of boring. <laughs> so we started creating you know custom graphics for every flavor and it, it ends up taking a lot longer um mm-hmm. but i think it looks cooler on the product like so the yeah. party gorilla actually came from uh one of my designers jordan he came out with a the design for the party gorilla and we were just talking like hey like bananas fucking pineapples like and like but let's make it yeah. cooler let's throw some fucking pit viper glasses on them or some shit yeah and, so, and then he <laughs> he came out with this cool ass fucking design he's like oh that's awesome that yeah. would actually look cool on a shirt so we put it on a shirt and then people bought a bunch of people bought the fucking shirt it's like oh hell yeah that's cool let's 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 do some more of that um but really like i'm not trying to be an apparel company like that's not right. the idea, right? The apparel just kind of helps sell. Like it just it's more yep. marketing. marketing. Yep. And I was at that point also where I was telling you like the cost of goods was going up. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where it's like, well, shit, like it used to cost me, you know, maybe X amount to order one product. 
now it's costing me this huge number now. Yeah. And on top of that, my, my minimums have jumped up. My, my order quantities have jumped up. So I'm, my chunk that I'm going to have to throw at this for one product is a lot more. So it's like, what's something that's easier that I can produce quicker um, and also still make some money on to maybe be able to fund these bigger products. Yeah. So started kind of doubling down on, on apparel, which good and bad, right? Like we're not an apparel company. So it's like, yeah, selling apparel is kind of like not super easy for us because we're not trying to necessarily make initially we weren't trying to make apparel that was like fashion we we're just trying to make apparel right. that like sold the brand but yeah now it's going to kind of now it's kind of getting to the point where it's like well, we need to start making some apparel that's like that people want to buy like that fits more trends and whatever yeah to order to fund more products in the supplement industry so like we're working on some stuff right now like i got some uh some cut and sew show uh products coming from okay. some manufacturers like not just t-shirts like screen printed t-shirts we're we're actually cut and sewing some products some joggers nice. some some shorts um some training shorts uh okay. and some uh sports bras and uh leggings so nice. all custom shit so that's probably going to be early early 2023 before we actually get some of that stuff in stock but um we're making moves to make better quality apparel to where it's not just t-shirts and yeah uh, not just t-shirts and hats and trying to actually put out some stuff that like is legit. Like where it's like, Oh, I don't buy their supplements, but I'm going to buy that because those are cool shorts. Um, right. And, and they're quality shorts. Right. So, yeah. um, and that's a first for me. Cause even when we were in gunsmith, we never, we, we dipped our toes into cut and sew stuff quite a bit mm-hmm. or a little bit, but like we never fully like committed to where it's like creating something from the complete scratch. Like, Hey, yeah. this is, this is the, 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 the stitching I need. This is the, you know, the dimensions I need, like creating a complete tech pack from the bottom ground up. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's a whole different ball game. Uh, oh, yeah. But Seems I think like that's, it. I think that's going to help quite a bit because uh, there's not a ton of supplement companies out there that actually dig into their apparel like that. Um, yeah. A lot of it's, you know, pretty generic. So, right. Right. Hopefully that, I'm- hopefully that will help out. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope so yeah. too, man. You know what I'm saying I just want the best for you. I see you got you got a lot, a uh, couple of new athletes on your on the team. Yeah, I mean athletes are tough. Athletes yeah. are tough. So I I I, <laughs> I haven't expanded the athlete thing that much. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I've I've been a big fan of you know uh, trying to build the athletes, and, yeah. but um, if I'm if I'm completely yeah. honest though, it's like one of those things where it's like. Also, what I was telling you earlier, like nobody's going to care as much as you are, right? Right. Um, so it's like you got to find the right people. And uh, also, I'm a big fan of not just supporting, like, not just going to, like, the biggest influencer out there mm-hmm. or trying to go to the biggest influencer. I'm trying to support people that, like, I know. And right. so, like, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, yeah, I've been slowly adding some people. Um but people that I know, and that's that's a, at yeah. the end of it. That's that's all that really. Yeah, because you know, I've yeah, tried. I mean, I've uh, tried with the the people I don't know, and it doesn't yeah. always work out. Hey man, you know, start with start with what you know first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. the influencer the, the influencer team thing is is wild. Like I remember, yeah. like you've been in the game for a while, but mm-hmm. like when I was like 2015, 2014, 
Yeah. And a company reached out to you and was like, Hey, we want you on our team. It was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Like this is Definitely. huge. Right. Like I remember 5% nutrition hit me up. They're like, Hey, we want you on the team. We're going to start, you know, you're going to get a package every fucking month. You're going to get this, like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, like these perks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to send you any money, but we want you on the team. We're going to give you all these benefits and whatever. And I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. Like, I, I was like calling my mom, like, mom, I made it. Like, that type of shit, <laughs> right? At, looking back on it, it's like, that didn't mean shit. But yeah, at the time, it was like, oh, my God, this is insane. Yeah. Nowadays, though, the game has completely changed. It's, it's crazy. The, 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 the power has shifted dramatically. It, it used to be the companies had all the power, right? Because mm-hmm. the companies had all the power to make these people. But now it's shifted to the where the power is with the influencers. The inf- yeah. influencers have all the power now uh, because everybody has the potential to create a large audience with no money. They don't need anybody. To, they, they don't need a company to you know promote you for you to grow. Right. Like you can just grow on your own, doing your own thing on TikTok or Instagram, or YouTube, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you could have one viral video, you know, like I, I like it's wild. Like I think I had I had one video that hit like a million views on on uh, I think it hit two million views on um, TikTok, mm-hmm. and overnight I got like ten thousand followers. I think it might have yeah, been more. it might have been like fifteen thousand followers almost. I got like an outrageous amount of followers overnight. One video, right? So it's like anybody can do that. Anybody yeah. can put out one video and just grow an audience immediately. And then right. automatically you have all this power, all this, because uh, you can make money off social media now. I remember like you can uh, yeah. really make money. You can really make money off social media uh, when I was starting. Yeah, but now you can make money off social media. So like it's a legitimate career to be a TikToker mm-hmm. or a YouTuber, which is nuts. That's nuts. Wow. Um, so like all the powers in these social in, in these influencers now. Like so these companies they have to be more competitive to get these influencers. Like. Like I was saying, that one guy that put out a video for me, he put out one video, got a couple hundred thousand views. Like yeah. that's like if I were to pay for that kind of advertising, if I were to pay for that kind of advertising, that's thousands of dollars potentially, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm boosting an, a Facebook ad or I'm boosting an Instagram ad. I'm I'm putting money, be, I'm putting significant yeah. money behind it to get a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand eyeballs on it. Right. Whereas all I did for this guy is I sent him a product. He made a video about it. Not it wasn't a well edited or anything. It was just a simple video, talking mm-hmm. about the product. Boom. So, the companies know this, like, and they and it drives sales. It it, it no doubt drives sales. Yeah. Um, so now it's to the point where like you can't just get an influencer. Like you you can't just send product to somebody with you know if you have like a thousand followers or more, you can command money right now, honestly, from a company. That's so crazy. It's wild. Um, so it's not as simple as like, hey, I'll send you some product anymore. Like, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's like you you actually have to pay for this now because it's not it's not free anymore. <laughs> it used to be yeah. free, um, but it's it's a wild time, man. It's a wild time, especially if you're yeah. if you're good at making content nowadays. Like, you yeah, can make a lot of money and be and it can be very lucrative. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've noticed that too. I, there's a couple people I follow, and one specifically, she's like a lawyer. I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she's her content is based off of like reading the fine print 
yeah. and and stuff like that. And she she puts out info that you may not know that's in the fucking terms of oh. fucking service or whatever, which her shit yeah, is yeah. legit. So uh, her latest video, she broke down what she makes off of each platform due to yeah. the views and whatever, whatever. Oh yeah. So it's, it, that, that shit is nuts. And like kids nowadays aspire to be a TikToker, a YouTuber, which is like, what? There, I mean, there's like, good and there is bad to it. You know? Oh yeah. There, there, there's a lot of bad to it, but there's some, there's some good to it. I mean, it's good because it's like now, like those people that had that outlet live like, like, Hey, I want to play video games. Like I remember growing up, my mom was like, you're never going to make any money playing video games. Like stop playing mm-hmm. video games. It's like, mm-hmm. well, now you can make millions playing video games, but yeah. it's the same thing. It's like working out, it's not going to pay the bills. Like being a bodybuilder right. back in the '90s didn't really, you couldn't live off that, you know, right? Unless you were like Mr. Olympia yep. or top two, top three in, at the Olympia, like you weren't making yep. money. But now you can be an amateur bodybuilder and make a legit living bodybuilding yeah. through social media. Damn. That's nuts, man. Um, That's nuts. But yeah, it's 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 wild though because like I'll go especially here out in Texas, like I go to some of these gyms and like, there's just tripods, it's tripods, tripods. Oh, yeah. and I'm guilty too, because I set up a tripod. It's like, fuck, I don't, yeah, care. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on you. If you, if you got an audience, fucking cool. But like, yeah. it's wild. Cause you'll go to these places. And it's like, there's like four or five people with tripods. It's like, yeah. All right, cool, man. Oh, yeah. Like do your thing. I'm all supportive of it. As long as it doesn't, as long as you're not one of those people who's like, Hey, don't walk in front of my fucking tripod. It's like, as long as you're not that person, <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. Or, or if you're as long as you're not blocking something I need with your tripod, like cool. Exactly. But uh, but it is wild to see because like, even like three four years ago, like you would never see a tripod. Right, and then if you did, you'd be like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Yeah, like what shit? are you Get doing? Like, you need here. a tripod? You can't just set that up yeah. on your water bottle. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Because in Dallas, like you know, they, there's Destination Dallas, there's fucking Metroflex, oh, yeah. all yeah, that yeah. shit, and then in Fort Worth we had Fox Fitness, and that's okay. where Chris Jones would fucking. Work out. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So then we would go in there and people are in there. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And Chris Jones being there and I'm working out next to him. And I'm just like, oh, get out of the way, yo. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to work out, man. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. That's, yeah. I'm, that's, that's part of the reason why I don't want to go to like, I want, like, I want to go to Alpha Land over in Houston. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, I also don't because I've seen like pictures and it's like, everyone has a tripod. <laughs> like, yeah. how are you actually supposed to work out there? Like, like yeah. nobody can work out. And it's packed all the time. Oh yeah, oh I'm sure. But it's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful gym. It's oh yeah, yeah. Of course, it's gonna be great packed. facility. Of course, yeah, yeah, great facility, great facility. That's like Destination Dallas. We went, we had to go at like right before closing, an hour before closing, before to get like a legit workout, not yeah. packed. We went the next day, and there was all kinds of people in there, man. Like, <laughs> shit. You just, you're, 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 you're like, I'm guess I'm gonna do arms because that's the only thing I can yeah, do right now. You're like, fucking right. Yep. I'm not gonna do pinch or fucking yeah. squat. Like, good luck in Iraq. Exactly. And then you got IFBB pros over here. It's like, oh fuck no. I just might as well just leave. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna work out next to that dude. <laughs> no, <Nah>, hell no. <nah. laughs> that's what's up. But yeah, I was uh the content. I don't know the 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 chick on your team with the tattoos. What's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carson. Her, her, yeah, Carson. Yeah, her content is legit. Like. The quality, the fucking. Oh, every yeah, time I see videos. her fucking videos, man, yeah, it's like fuck. I need to go in the gym right now. And she does so all that shit Carson. herself. She edits all that. Really, herself. it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's actually pretty dope. Um, yeah, she films. She films most of it herself too. Like, I think she. I think she sometimes gets some people to you know hold the camera for her, but she edits yeah. it all herself. It's pretty wild. Damn, that like, shit is. But legit. that's that's what you need to do. I like it makes me feel like shit because I'm like my shit doesn't look like I, I try to edit yeah. myself. And I'm like, <laughs> My stuff doesn't look like that, but like, no, yeah. it's like, 
and that's and that's the cool thing about this is like some people put out really good fucking content nowadays. Hell yeah, and it's just them. Like they used to like you don't need a whole team. Like I think yeah. there's the, this mis, this misunderstanding that like um, you need like your videographer and you need a you know all right. this like you don't like you don't need it like you could do it all yourself. Everyone's like, oh, I need oh, an yeah. expensive ca-. like no, you don't need an expensive camera either. Like nope. that new iPhone, you got that new iPhone, bro. Yeah, that camera is better than some DSLRs. Like, yep. I just had to buy the yeah. new iPhone. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna get it tomorrow apparently, because uh, my phone took a shit on me. So. uh I'm I'm interested to see though, like uh, if it's better than the the camera I use. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw actually I saw a video taken from the new camera. It was of a soccer game, and like so you're watching the clip, and it's like zoomed in on like on the player right by the goal, and then the person zoomed out, and they were like up there in the fucking stands. Yeah, they're just it's it's wild, yeah. bro. It's wild. crazy. Yeah, and I was talking to my stylist the other day. She wants to do content for her like cutting hair and shit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm gonna go buy a camera right now. I was like, yo, you didn't need a camera. Just use your phone. Yeah. You know? use just your use phone. a phone. Just yeah. use your phone, and then uh, a, a editing app on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's got some good ones on the phone, or you can get yep. your, on your computer. Just you know, get put it in Premiere, like edit it, color it. Mm-hmm. That's that's really all it is. Like a lot of pe- a lot of people are like, oh my god, that's an expensive camera. It's like, no, nah, they just put that in Premiere and they they color graded it. Like, yep. they just changed the colors around a little bit. Like, it yep. makes a huge fucking difference. Exactly. Um, but that's funny though that she's that's I mean that's great that she's putting out she wants to put out content though because like yeah I don't it, it, we're at that point like where it's like if you have any sort of like business for yourself you know um, yeah. you should be putting out content there's no reason for you not to be putting out content yeah um, if you have like if you have a business it doesn't matter if you have a pool cleaning company if you're a fucking contractor or you're an AC guy whatever you should be putting yeah. out content on TikTok hell yeah yeah like for no other reason other than brand awareness like you may not be mm-hmm. selling anything online tangible right but you're creating brand awareness for yourself i was telling my buddy this the other day my buddy uh, uh he dj's down in san diego mm-hmm. he does like weddings and shit and i was okay. telling him the other day i was like dude you just need to get somebody to follow you around go to a couple of these weddings film maybe a couple minutes of content of you just like mixing you know, doing a cool little mix with people mm-hmm. having a good fucking time. Yep. Throw that on TikTok. Cause you may not get any fucking business from it. But yeah. you might. One person in San Diego might see that and be like, damn, that's that guy looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. I'm gonna remember that guy the next time I need a DJ. Cause I don't know any DJs. Like if I'm if I'm gonna pick a DJ, I'm going into fucking Google, right? Yeah. But if I saw somebody on TikTok, I'm like, damn. I'm gonna remember that guy. I'm gonna hit that mm-hmm. guy up when I need a DJ. And so it's like, it's it's. There's no reason not to, especially with the potential to make money off views. Like, Hell there's yeah. no reason not to be putting because all that shit. Like, doesn't matter how monotonous or stupid you think it is. Like, hey, this is how I color somebody's hair. Like, simple shit to you. Somebody out there is like, damn, how do you color somebody's hair? They're gonna right. look at that fucking video, and boom, you're gonna pop up. You're going to be the first person they see. You're probably going to hit the follow button. And then everything that you come out with next, they're going to see. And they're going to be, and eventually you're an authority in that. It yep. doesn't matter, you know, how big you are in your area. You can immediately become an authority in it um, with a couple videos. 
You know, oh, yeah. quality videos where you're actually giving out good information or, or providing some sort of value, you can immediately become an authority. And that is how you elevate your brand. Um, yeah, there it is. And so like facts that, that that's like, there is no excuse right now. Like he was talking about my, but I'm going to use my buddy again as an example. He's like, I need to build a website. I was like, you don't need to build a website. Like a web- website would be good, but like you need to start putting content out. Right. Yeah. You know, Hook your social media up to it, you know, put your put your link or your email on your fucking Instagram or your social media where they can yep. email you. That's it. Like you don't need to you don't need to pay for ads. You don't need to do any of this shit. Just fucking put out content and that will develop organically. Then you can boost yeah, some yeah. of those videos. You can throw some money behind some of those videos. But like don't just put up a fucking picture of you DJing and be like, hey, I DJ. Like nobody fucking like, <laughs> put up a video showing people having a good fucking time at your event yeah. and boost that because that is going to be infinitely more valuable than traditional advertising. For sure. For sure. And you heard it from a from a motherfucking entrepreneur. That's just spin facts. You know what I mean? It's shit. It's, it's facts. It's just the way it is nowadays. It's like I know. Too, too many people want to look at it like, oh, man, like there's all these obstacles in the way. It's like it's really not like like it's not like you, it's, it's not like the old days. You don't have to build a website. You don't have to do all this shit like all that is great. But like literally just posting a 30 second video on Instagram or TikTok or whatever is infinitely more valuable at this point in time. If you're trying yeah. to build a brand or a business or whatever. Yeah. And that's just anything. Like, look at look at the dude, the dog face, the dude with the ocean spray juice. Oh yeah, the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That was like he wild. was riding down. That was, and that fool fucking blew up. Got a free truck, a fucking lifetime supply of ocean spray, like for skateboarding with a song and fucking drinking juice. Like, yeah, come on. Man. And, and but the key with him is authenticity, dude. Like, exactly. He wasn't exactly, and that's I think a lot of people miss that. Is like he wasn't trying to blow up. Like nope. I'm sure he would, he sure he wanted to blow up, but he wasn't trying to blow up. Nope. He was just filming his daily routine, him going, mm-hmm. you know, he skateboards to work and drinks some fucking juice, and he threw yep. he threw a good song behind it, you know. Hell yeah! And immediately, everybody vibed with it. Yeah, but like that was the biggest thing is the authenticity. That's the reason like that's Ocean key. Spray reached out to him. That's the reason he got a new truck out of it. That's the reason he got mm-hmm. brand deals out of it. Yep. That's the reason you know a couple million people started following him. It's like because it's like I want to hang out with that dude. Yeah, and like, that's, that's that's my that's big thing. Yeah. Be authentic. Just be authentic. Don't try to be or emulate somebody else's shit. Just do your own thing. But it's a it's a problem that a lot of people run into because they see like somebody you know that's big, that's blown up, and they're like, "Oh, I have to be like him for right to be successful." That's yeah. why you look at like not to pick on it, but you look you see like Gymshark or Alpha Lead or yeah. Uh, young LA, all their mm-hmm. athletes look very, very similar. Like there's not a whole lot of that's true uh, difference. Like I'm sure yeah. they're all. I'm sure a lot of them are cool guys or girls. I'm sure they they got great personalities, whatever. But like the way they portray themselves on social media is exactly the same. Yeah, and you can argue that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like Young LA has a brand, and so they're sticking to it. But also, you know, they're all those people are creating this look because they've seen this is what's popular. This is what grows. Right. Yeah. And it's probably it's helped them. I'm sure it's helped them. But like how much, you know, of an actual following are you developing that way? Like exactly. how much of yourself are you actually showing 
through that? Like, is right. that actually you or is that what you're portraying because you want people to follow you? Yeah. And as, to me, it's, it'll, it'll seem harder to get consumers because it's like, all right, I got Gymshark. I got Alpha Elite. And it's like, why would I want Young LA? It's like, it's just the same shit of this. Just, yeah. man, they're just trying to emulate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, it's a fine line, right? Because it's like, yeah. you, you, you're, you're building an audience, but is that audience following you because of who you are? Or just kind of like, of or this idea of who you are that you're creating, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. how much longevity is in that, right? Like, you're exactly. successful now, but like, two years down the road, three years down the road, maybe you're not with Young LA anymore. Like, how successful? How how many of those people are going to follow with you? Right. Right. Yep. Like, are they following you, or are they following you because you're in this shirt or this what's it called, whatever? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I saw I, and. You know, um, and I, I found I found I found some of that too with, when I when I left Gunsmith. Like when Gunsmith, you know, shut down, there were quite a few people that like mm-hmm. didn't follow me through. After that, you know, so there, I'm sure there's some people that didn't follow Rob through on his end too, um, just because yeah. like, you know, they're they're you're you're if you're if your only value to some people is what you represent as part of that brand and you don't have any actual value outside of that. Yeah. Um, they're not going to follow with you. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's why you no, have to have complete. that authenticity. And, and I'm not saying that neither of us have authenticity, but like it's how you portray yourself to all those consumers. Right. Like, so if, so, For sure. if, if, uh, if a certain person's only following you because you're part of this brand or you have this certain look or you're, you know, putting out this certain type of content, once you start deviating away from that, you're going to start losing people. So if you build yeah. up an audience based off of something that's not, that's following you because of something that you're not, um, then you're going to have a, a rude awakening when you stop posting that content or you start posting right. actually something different. Um, yeah. And and that's just kind of an example of that. No, yeah. Right. I can, I can attest to that. Cause I fucked with both of y'all with guns, yeah. but I more so fuck with you than I do Rob, no, nothing against Rob, but like right. his content now, like I, I subscribe and shit, but I don't really follow his shit like I follow your shit. Right. You know what I mean? Because like and, he and, does and, the game and stuff and all that. Yeah. Like, you know and I mean? it's just, it's just what, uh, what you're into, right? So it's like, yeah. and, and that's why it's dangerous when you start building an audience that's only following you because of this certain thing that you're portraying. And yeah. if it's not really you, it's going to be really tough when shit changes. Right, right, and so yeah, I, I worry about a lot of those guys that like create these audiences, these huge audiences, and it's like, I hope that's actually you because otherwise, you this is there's no longevity in this. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But shit, big fella, I had you for almost an hour and a half, man. I'm sorry, I can keep going, yeah, but I just been that I mean, hell yeah. We so it's we like just it. kind of been chopping it up. It, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen it. But uh, what, what's what's up? What do people need to look out for? When it comes to Blast House, what you got coming down the pipe? I know it's a lot, but like I said, we're we're, we're working on some 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 restocks, some some flavors, some new uh, pre workouts, some new protein right now. Um, hopefully before the end of the year, but it it might spill over into early January. But then also, like I said, we got some cool apparel that we're working on some some uh, some tech shorts that are going to come out, and some uh, joggers that are hopefully going to be out here before the weather turns to 
warm yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and then some leggings and stuff that we're working on, and uh, some new content too. Also, we're gonna like I said, I'm spending some more time refocusing on on building the brand. So um, we're gonna actually put out some more informational type content here coming soon. Kind of get more, Hell yeah, more into uh, providing value to people. So stay tuned nice. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Where can they uh, where can they follow you and Blast House? Uh, Blast House is just Blast House IND on all platforms, and I'm just James Mooney GC on all platforms. I want to change it, but like I feel like I shouldn't change it now because like I can't get James Mooney. Uh, some yeah. dude has, some dude in Ireland has James Mooney, and uh, <laughs> he won't give it to me. Um, but I, I I should get rid of the GC, but like I don't know. I'll just I'll probably keep it for a while. Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, just James Mooney GC on on everything, whatever. There it is, and it's what Black, oh, it's BlastHouseIndustries.com. What is yeah. it? Blasthouse. Blasthouse. Yeah, BlastHouse.com. BlastHouse. Yeah, BlastHouse.com. And I'm sure I'll, I'll get true. my podcast going here again. I, I've, now that I have a little bit more time, I'm start trying to post that again because I enjoyed that. It's it, yeah. like I'm sure you know it's it's fun to just talk to people. It is. It is, like, man. Gives you an excuse to like just have a conversation with people that maybe you Hell wouldn't yeah. have. So yeah, I'm gonna try to get back into that a little bit, but. Hey man, it'll yeah. come. You know what I mean? It's, it'll come. There's too much bounce. shit to do, man. There's too much shit. Yeah, I know, to do, right? Like, I know. And then it's like there's not enough time to do it. Exactly. Exactly. There's you know not enough. Mean? There's never enough time. Never. But shit, fucking James, motherfucking Mooney, Blast House Industries. Thank you for your time. I appreciate yeah. it, big fella. I appreciate you, Rob. Hey man, anytime, you, anytime. Man. Doing good. Doing good. Man. Hey, thanks, brother. I appreciate that, my man. Here's to another. I appreciate two years, you, huh? Hey, my man. My man, I'm I'm gonna keep doing it whether people listen or not. So there you go. You know that's, I mean? that's all that matters, right? It'll it'll that's right. It'll take off, man. This is just the consistency aspect. You yeah, know? just keep doing right. your thing, and eventually people you, you'll build that audience. I'm sure you already have a core audience, and you'll it'll just keep growing. Yeah, that's just how it yeah, goes. My man, I appreciate that. Right, I'm gonna take everything, all your advice you put out to to the listeners and the viewers, and I take that shit for myself too. So I appreciate you taking the time and to to put that knowledge out there for everybody. I'm happy to help anybody too. Like if if you got any questions, like you know, you know, if you got any questions, you can hit me up. But if anybody has any questions too, like, and I can help, shoot me a DM. It doesn't matter. There it is. I don't get enough DMs that I don't respond to them, so I'm not I'm not that big time. (laughs) So he's saying slide in his DMs, everybody. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, no, no dick pics though. Yeah, no, no eggplants. You know what I'm saying? No eggplants. (laughs) (laughs) But my man James, I appreciate you taking the time for it, and I will talk to you soon. All right, brother. My man. And there you have it, folks. Episode 42 in the books with my man, James motherfucking Mooney, CEO of Blast House Industries. Make sure you check out Blast House and order some subs, man, because them subs are top notch. And I'm not just being biased because that's my dude. Supplements are, are legit. The flavors are are you know something you aren't accustomed to like he said in the in the in the episode there's off the wall flavors i'm waiting for him to bring back that orange creamsicle because that shit is flame that orange creamsicle protein is fire so good so good you mix that shit with some juice oh my goodness but uh you know check out blast house at blasthouse.com follow them on instagram at blasthouse ind and then uh check him out on Instagram at James Mooney GC on Instagram. That's Blast House IND on Instagram. James Mooney GC on Instagram. 
and then just you know what I mean just go to blasthouse.com get you some subs some apparel the whole nine yeah that but uh shout out again to James thank you for taking the time out to reappear on the on the episode on on the show you know what I mean you're more than welcome Anytime you want to pop on, just let me know if you're on there. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow James. Shout out to y'all for listening, for tuning in each week. I appreciate y'all. I got love for y'all. You know, you already know that. But uh, make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram at Yadat Podcast. Follow me on YouTube at youtube.com slash West Coast Rob. Follow me on Twitter, West Coast underscore Rob. And on TikTok, same thing, West Coast underscore Rob. If you want to donate to the show, you're more than welcome. Any donation is welcome. Check out the link in the show notes to the PayPal, and all donations will go back into the show. As I appreciate y'all for any donations y'all may y'all may provide. But uh, you know what I'm saying? This is episode 42. We're just we're just moving. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And until the next episode, it's the homie West Coast Rob signing out. Yeah. That-